0: What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 50. That's right, 50, 50, 50 episodes of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Shouts to the good people at Body Armor, Combo Nation. We are out here. Today's show, Mr. Fomer Simpson returns to Combo's Court, man. Foamy, in my opinion, has the best sneaker YouTube channel out, man, close to 400,000 subscribers, and has a great podcast as well called the Foamy and Buckets podcast, man. Make sure you go check both those out. Today's show, we discuss basketball, sneakers, mindset, and so much more. Make sure you follow Foamy on IG at Simpson, man. That's M-R-F-O-A-M-E-R-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. It would mean the world to me. If you leave a five star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple Podcast app, shouts to Spotify as well. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it.
1: Luca on the track. The vibes. <laughs> the vibes are good, man. It's getting, it's getting hot down here. It's getting hot? It's getting hot.
0: What's it like up there? 50 today. It was actually great.
1: Oh, uh, see, that's the, that's the perfect weather, man. That is the perfect. Oh, uh, slightly cold, don't you think? Uh, I, I guess so, because you can't really hoop out. I mean, it's uncomfortable to hoop outside. And I, I would say 65 is perfect.
0: Yeah. New York City, they'll be hooping today, though. It was even more, oh. though, when we were young.
1: Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, you had a, I mean, we were shovel uh, shoveling courts and I mean, even up uh, even up in Massachusetts, shoveling courts off, man. A hundred percent
0: of no IG back then. And there was no IG yesterday.
1: <laughs> man, I, the, the the crash, there was the Great Depression uh, in 1920, whenever it was, and there was the Instagram crash of 2019. It's uh, I, I didn't realize how much I'm on Instagram until yesterday.
0: Well, I realized it, and then I realized it even more yesterday, and I was kind of bugging out because I didn't even know what was going on. I'm like,
1: yeah. I'm trying
0: to post stuff. Then I, then I deleted the app, tried to go back on and it was, we're sorry. I thought somebody changed my password on me. But then when I figured out it was kind of happening to everybody, I was cool, though. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> it,
1: it, it was – you would think that they could give some sort of update even through, like, maybe Twitter and say, like, hey, like, does Instagram have a Twitter? I wonder.
0: Uh, yeah, they no, they they actually said something, but it was kind of late. Oh, but but twi- but Twitter is undefeated with the jokes. I kind of hashtagged Instagram. Oh and man, it was it was hilarious on there.
1: Twitter Twitter is undefeated,
0: a hundred percent. How how's it going with the Nowitzki Hive? Are they still at you? Or, or those days are over?
1: No, Nowitzki <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the Hive has calmed down some. I've calmed down some. I was I was angry about that trade, but. I'm not really angry about it anymore. Yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not really, you know, Chris Stapps, Eh, I think we're good on that, man. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm, I'm going, you know, hot take city on on Chris Stapps. Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think he's gonna be great. Really? Yeah. yeah I nah, can't. I don't. can't
0: wait to see him and Doncic on
1: that pick and roll, man. I don't think his. I don't think his body is gonna hold up, man. I just don't. You know, I, I just I just don't he, he's not you know, eighty-two games is a long season, man. That's grueling. I don't think he's gonna be a guy that's gonna be able to I mean there's there's a bunch of guys, some of the younger crop, if you will. I, I don't think their bodies are gonna hold up unless something drastic changes, man. Like even like a guy like Embiid, who's an absolute monster, I, I don't think his body's gonna hold up. I man, there's just been too many injuries too young i mean you don't really see that trajectory change you know like i mean you have some cases like i know mj broke his foot like what his rookie or sophomore year right Um, steph curry had the ankle issues the first few years of his career like sometimes guys can turn stuff around but for the most part guys who are injured a bunch in the first you know two three years of their career typically end up you know having injury-prone careers. I mean, it's. I hate that it's that way because... As an athlete, I think you can relate. Um, Nothing is more frustrating than an injury and being injured and not being able to be on the court and wanting to work on your game and wanting to get shots up and wanting to get in the weight room and not being able to. Um, Especially the way we were. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a gym rat, forget about it. There's nothing... I wouldn't wish it on anyone. There's nothing more torturous. So... I don't think Chris Stapps, I don't think he's going to be what, what, what Dallas fans are hoping that he's going to be. And this is while we're on hot takes. Okay. I, I I think that Doncic is going to have to change his body if he's going to be as elite as everyone thinks he's going to be. Uh, defensively, I think, if he changes body. I mean, even his body holding up I mean he's 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 19 years old right or tw- did he just turn 20 yep so he's 20 years old he's kind of chubby for a basketball player you know
0: do, do I, you f- do you feel the same way about Zion
1: Nah, Zion's cut up like a bag of dope but he's 285 bro I, I agree <laughs> no, no 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 facts facts I, I agree that he might be better off a little leaner but I, I just when I see a basketball player especially a guy that plays on the perimeter it's such an explosive game it's such a fast-paced and really a brutal game if you're not lean i i I think i think you're going to struggle a little bit or or you're surely not going to reach your full potential there are exceptions like i get it you know people you know oh well you know carmelo and you know people will throw people like that around but Well, well
0: carmelo was kind of phased
1: out the league you know, 100 percent. I mean, yeah. he, he's but I kind of feel like he's kind of getting the A.I. treatment a little bit. You know, it's kind of like he was an assassin his his whole career. And then as soon as, you know, you're not quite as quick on the draw or you can't quite shoot quite as accurate. Then all of a sudden it's like, and you know, he never was like, I think he kind of whether it was true or not. I mean, I don't, I don't know Mello personally, but whether it was true or not, I, I think he kind of got a, uh reputation for not being a great locker room guy maybe not being the best teammate maybe not being maybe not being the most coachable so when that's kind of you know the reputation and then you're not quite as productive as you once were then it's kind of like damn because there's no way he shouldn't be on a team give me a break i mean yeah i mean the
0: nba also went away from iso ball which was his bread and butter and the mid-range game
1: that's part of it too i think Yes and yes, but you look at some of the guys on these rosters, man. Come on. Right, right.
0: I think a lot, but a lot of it, they're going off potential. It's a lot of young
1: guys. 100%. 100%. And it's like, yeah, so you have a guy who's in his 30s, who's, you know, kind of a high-volume guy that's not really that efficient, and to your point, not really the style that we want to play. I think that's what he ran into in Houston. They wanted him to be, like, a pick-and-pop four man. Yeah. And he wants to play iso-ball, mid-range pull-up. So – it's not he's not really that kind of player, but still you think there's a spot for him in the league somewhere. And also another thing too is a lot of teams, you know, my beloved New York Knicks, you know, it's it's tank season.
0: I was about yeah. to say the exact same thing. Yeah. They don't want they don't
1: want they don't want
0: to bring Mello in and get a few more wins, you know.
1: Exactly. And you know, if the if the Knicks picked someone like Mello up, that would energize now I, I think most New York fans are like, okay, tank, tank, tank for Zion. But even though I kind of, and I hate that I'm saying this, I I got a feeling the Knicks aren't going to end up with Zion, man. It would be just like the Knicks' luck to, of course, we're going to finish in last place, I'm sure. But, of course, now they're putting it into a thing where we only have 14% chance to win them. Where in the past, like, when you look at what Philly did and what Cleveland did, I mean, it's like how many number one picks – are they going to be able to get? And now that we tanked properly, because we've up a few tanks. I mean, we missed missed Steph Curry by one um, pick. We, the year that we got Chris Stapps, I believe, if my memory is correct, we could have got Carl Anthony Towns, but we won like three of the last four games and one of them was against the Warriors. It was like the Knicks have always known how to mess up a good tank season. So the one year that we're not messing it up and we're probably still not going to end up with Zion. So it's uh, the only hope is that KD comes to New York.
0: I've heard that it's going to happen. It sounds to my
1: sources. I've heard it. Sources. (laughs) It's um, it. I, even as a Knicks fan, which you get used to being disappointed it's, I feel it's promising. Definitely. It, it's promising, you know, some secret meetings, you know, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you can kind of tell that he's not really happy out in golden state because even though he's winning rings and he's already done that and finals MVPs and all that stuff, it's still Steph's team. And I think we may have talked about this before, but like,
0: definitely, I think.
1: I think most people would consider Steph the best player on that team in a sense. And
0: he's not to, he's not he's not the best basketball player on that team, but I could he he's probably the most important player to I, that
1: team. I agree that he's not the best player. I agree that that's KD, but as an opposing team, I think you might have to game plan for him a little bit more. Like he's so dangerous from as soon as he crosses half court that I think he kind of causes so much chaos. Whereas like KD is just a flat out, give you a bucket, you know, right. but like with Steph, I think he can facilitate. I think he shoots it from so far out that it spreads the floor so far out. It's just, I mean, I was watching them a little bit yesterday with, uh, you know, Boogie cousins was going to work. Right. And it's it's tough, man. You know, you got them dumping them to him in the mid post and like Steph is, is and Clay are out there. It's like it becomes so tough to play like actual basketball, how we all learn to play it, you know, like and it becomes very hard to send a double. I mean, you can't send a double at Boogie like how? So right. um, I think. Steph is a guy you got a game plan more. So best player, I agree. He's not the best basketball player. KD is, but I think that that pisses KD off, and I think that KD has proven that he cares about that. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, he got so, burner. I mean, he got burner accounts,
1: man. but burner accounts on deck, <laughs> You know? So you you already know how he's coming. He's, he's but, like
0: the he's like the Russians out here, man. He got.
1: Oh, it's crazy. Oh yeah, no, it's crazy. He, he he's not messing around. So, uh, KD, you know, if you're tuning into combos court, come to New York, man. We'll we'll, we'll treat you right. Most definitely. And, and, you know, speaking of tanking,
0: I've heard some former players talk about um, that LeBron should actually shut it down for the season. I disagree totally. I want to see LeBron play. I think the fans want to see LeBron play. What's your take yeah. on all
1: that? Yeah, that's you crazy. can't do that, man. Like, yeah, as a basketball player, as a competitor, you just can't do that. Like, it's not that's not the look like as soon as you start going down that road, your career is kind of over, man.
0: Yeah, right. I th- I feel like he'll be in, he would be in isolation almost if he did that. Like everybody mm-hmm. would be looking at like what's going on with this guy, you know. And people were waiting for some kind of bad season, and it's not even a bad season statistically wise. And on top right. of that, they, they would have made the playoffs if, if he wasn't injured. That's the crazy
1: yeah. part. Yeah, people the the LeBron haters slash MJ and Kobe stands, and it's crazy because I feel like I'm in one of the like I'm one of the rare people that I enjoy all of them, you know, like. Right. Like, I, like, I was jumping off my couch watching Kobe go for 60 his last game. Like, I, just as a fan of basketball, as a fan of the game, like, I, I appreciate greatness, you know? So, but but you're absolutely right. People have been waiting for LeBron to fail. Of course, he, he's lost in, you know, the finals a bunch, but people have been waiting for him to not make the playoffs. The fact that it took this long, and let's be honest, his team thinks – like, yeah. they have no big man. They've got no shooting. Like, they're terrible. I, I why'd, they,
0: why'd they trade Zubak for Buscala and thought they got some, like, crazy kind of shooter? Zubac is doing was, so well.
1: That was a terrible, terrible. The, the Lakers management is, like, bad. Like, really, really bad. Like, they're doing, and, like, I like magic. But whatever they got going on over there, I don't know if it's Genie. I, I don't know who it is it's definitely Luke Walton is not the right coach for that job. Like his rotations are all bad. I mean, they're just, you tune into the, to the games. And it's like, it really is not on LeBron, man. Like you just can't. And I'm not denying that he's not where he once was. Like he no longer can carry, uh, you know, a bunch of dudes who aren't playing that well and take them to the finals, you know, and especially not in today's NBA And especially not in the West. So,
0: well, that with that cast of characters, it was just interesting. There was no shooters. Then there was these veterans who are kind of on the cusp of of even being in the league, and then you got young guys developing. So, I'm not sure if he can. I just don't think this was the right mix.
1: Yeah, it it, it was. It was a like pretty much the worst possible mix. And he has been. I mean, you look at his numbers. I mean, I, I watch a lot of lakers games because i do like watching brawn i watch i mean i got nba league pass best thing i best decision i ever made and word it's yeah, been, yeah right. oh yeah hell, yeah hell yeah hell <laughs> yeah so like i don't really watch like that's pretty much what i do and i mostly i don't watch a whole game but i like to watch a Knicks game watch a lakers game watch an okc game watch a sacramento game they've been super fun to watch um but man, LeBron has played pretty well, man. And it's like, has he lost some athleticism? 100%. But, like, he still has games where he's got, like, five dunks. He's, like, catching it backwards off full-court bounce passes. He's, like, catching crazy tip dunks. It's He's still really, really, really good. I I, I still don't think – they were talking about this the other day on ESPN or TNT, one of them – I still think he's the best all-around player in the NBA, man. I, you know, I really, really do. Obviously, KD's up there. Obviously, Harden is in the mix. Curry's in the mix. But as far as all-around player, I, I still think he's the guy, man. Like you put him on a lot of these other teams and a lot of these other um, situations that put, these other guys have, and, and he would flourish, man. Put put him on the Bucks,
0: if you even if you oh took my G- lord, if
1: you took if you took Giannis out even. The, absolutely and yeah. that was that was another thing when they played the bucks that was like kind of a must-win game for them and i think they had just lost to the pelicans or some booty ass team and it was like damn now we have the bucks and if we're going to be in the playoff race you know as a laker you're like damn we really need to win this game and they played the bucks really close lebron outplayed Giannis by a lot i mean yeah. like yeah. I'd have to pull the box score up. But, like, even watching the game, and Antetokounmpo, he's still a monster. He's an absolute beast. But I think he had, like, 16 or 18. LeBron had over 30. Like, and it was efficient, too. And they was, like, some big buckets. Like, it's, here's this guy who everyone's, like, saying. There was an article, like, legit, an ESPN article where someone was trying to say, is Antetokounmpo farther along at age 24 than lebron was and it's just like come on man! no way no way that is uh that is a wild reach a wild 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 I think, reach.
0: I, I think the problem is people only look at stats sometimes
1: that's the issue yeah i mean that's true that's absolutely true but even yeah. still even still even even stats <laughs> exactly like yeah. and, and that's the thing with like lebron like that's the thing sometimes with westbrook for me like it's kind of like this stat stuffing but right it's, right you know I, mean, I think Paul george is the best player on that team right now i yeah, he was playing like the he's having probably the best season in the league i mean it's it's between tough, him and james
0: between it's definitely james.
1: between those two like yeah. everyone's like antetokounmpo's got i don't i don't see it man like don't get me wrong Kumpo is a monster definitely. i don't want anyone who i don't want anyone who's listening to be like oh he thinks antetokoun no antetokounmpo is a monster 100% but,
0: that goes, oh, without saying. that goes without
1: saying. Yeah, that goes without saying, but yeah. Paul George is having a monster season on both ends of the floor and James Harden is averaging over 36 a game. Yeah, like crazy. let that sink in. Like the last player to do that, like look at the last 30 years and look at how many players have averaged 36 a game. It, it, it's going to be a really really short list. I think so, besides
0: Wilt, it was like Jordan for one season. He was averaging like 35 or 36 or 37.
1: Jordan did it, I think, for one season for sure. And I think Kobe might have done 35 for a season. Right, right. Um, I, I, You know, I, again, I'd have to pull it up. But it's uh, that's different, man. That's different. And you look at some of the games. The Rockets are, you know, I've caught a lot of the, their games as well. They played the Warriors. They lost last night. But they played the Warriors uh, a couple weeks ago. And he went, he went nutty, man. I think they won in overtime. That was the one where he got double teamed. Clay Thompson fouled him. They didn't call it. He hit the three anyway. Like, he's, and you said, the NBA has gone away from iso ball. That's essentially what he plays. And right. I
0: was talking more mid range iso ball that Melo likes to play, kind of in the mid post. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. For
1: yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. It's definitely not that. But he's able to. I don't know how he's able to do what he does, but because it's different. Like, he doesn't really get it in the flow. I mean, I guess it's their flow, but he just ISOs you at the top. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, know, yeah. like, like you're going to take a bucket here. So, yeah. it's, um, it, it's interesting. But I definitely think him and Paul George are by far having the best season.
0: We were talking about Twitter earlier. I wanted to talk about a tweet that uh, you had, man. Because I actually talked about it on the show. I had Doug Gottlieb on. And I asked him, what do you think about these guys that never really played the game? Because Doug was a good player, man. Like, he almost made the league, played a few years overseas, was a really good player. player. Yeah, I mean, and if you haven't played, you might not have the perspective that Doug was a great player. You mean, this guy never played in the NBA. But no, he he was a very good player. I asked him, like, what do you feel about guys that never really played the game? Like, is it difficult for you to even debate with them? And he said that basically he covers football. And he never played, so people could say the same thing about him. And on top of that, there are some guys that just very, aren't very good at the job that 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 were great players. So I want right. I wanted to hear your thoughts on all that.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. He played at Oklahoma State, right? Yeah, he had to transfer
0: at one point. Um, okay, I, to, I think he was at Notre Dame first, from what I remember. Okay, again. okay,
1: yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, no, he he could definitely hoop. The here is the thing, and when I when I tweeted that. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but the backlash was kind of brazy. I mean, well, all reactions, good reaction, Foamy. Yeah, yeah, hey, touche, hey, hey. touche. <laughs> but it was, people were upset about it, obviously, because most people talking about football can't play football. Most people talking about basketball can't make a left handed layup. So it's right. my thing is this yes, you, but there was a lot of people that were saying, yo, no, nah, that's not true. Um, you know, look at this coach or look at that coach or look at it, it, fake news. Most do, of the do, people. Do you feel these reactions were a part of personal insecurities? I I, I think on, on Twitter, absolutely. Okay. But because it's like, damn, well, damn. If I can't hoop, then then I can't call LeBron a bum. But now you really can't, bro. You know, <laughs> it's. I mean, let's listen. And to Doug's point about he can talk about football, yes, to an extent. But honestly. At some point, you ha- you have to not leave it for the people who have done it. But listen, e- even you and I, right? Okay, we've played basketball. I mean, you played professionally for what ten seasons? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that that's that's something. That's not nothing. But we've never been in an NBA Finals game. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? You know. Yep. So it, it's yes, you can speak on it, but I do think that there are times and situations where it is very hard to know exactly what that is like if you haven't been there and as far as people who are bad coaches that were good players or bad gms i mean look at jordan he's not doing a tremendous job in you know um down in charlotte you know he's not doing any kind of incredible job down there and he's michael jordan but a lot of that is business you know a lot of that is that there's I'm not saying that you can't evaluate talent or you can't be a GM of a team or even a coach or, but there is. And and another thing too, is someone saying, Oh, well, Bill Belichick, you know, and yeah, Bill Belichick is one of the greatest, but Bill Belichick played college football. Like what, when I said, what I tweeted was if you suck. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I said,
0: but you got, sometimes you gotta be, I guess, specific, do you suck at the pro level? Suck! you can't even go to uh your local gym and get on the court (laughs) you know what i mean
1: when i was saying it it was like suck suck like never played in high school like can't make a layup like can't catch a football like really really suck because that's the category that like a skip bayless falls in right you know and it's crazy to me that skip is such an expert on everything i mean he played jv as a junior he averaged one point as a senior he never played in college but he knows exactly what's going through lebron's mind with eight seconds left (laughs) in in a game seven you know what i mean like yeah like like you could never so and then he never played football to my knowledge and he's an expert on football
0: he knows so much more than shannon sharp
1: Exactly. So much more than Shannon Sharp, even though Shannon Sharp is one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. Right. Right. So it's, it's, here's my thing. Yes. You can be an educated fan. Yes. You can know the game. You can know the rules. You can study film. You can even understand strategy like, okay, a pick and roll there. And you know, okay, maybe they should have done this or done that. But I think sometimes you can take it too far. I I do think, and that's why, that's why I love personally, hearing from the players like to me i love my favorite thing as far as like media and sports goes i love shannon sharp by the way yeah he's great the tnt you know with chuck and kenny and Shaq, and then you know you kind of have ernie there kind of who obviously wasn't a player but ernie kind of just you know he kind of just he he knows that and he kind of leaves you know he can definitely it's not like yo ernie you can't speak on anything that's happening in the game but it's it's dope to hear it coming from a shack coming from a barkley guys who have been there like a lot of times you'll hear Shaq or barkley say and even sometimes they'll you know kind of take jabs at each other and shack will tell them like yo chuck you, you know you you don't got a ring you never want a ring but yeah it, it, it's true you know i mean shack if shack is talking about yo this is what it takes this is what's going through your mind as a player in a game seven, you know, in a Eastern conference finals, you know, I mean, I mean, he, he knows that. So um, I do think there's my intention in that was not to be like, yo, if you never played in the NBA, if you never made an all-star team, you can't speak about basketball. No, not at all. But I do think that there's some different areas there. And I do think that there's a level of expertise that requires actually playing said sport to be that level of expert
0: yeah so so you're one of the top youtube sneaker vloggers in the world if not the top in my opinion you're the top all right so i appreciate that so so combo says it is true but anyway um i had to know and i want my listeners to know what, what were your thoughts when that uh sneaker busted man i would love to hear your thoughts on that zion sneaker
1: yeah 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 well um it's it's obviously i mean anytime something like that happens it's kind of bad marketing for the brand and you know even sketchers kind of jumped on the pile a little bit and had some instagram posts where they kind of were like yo that went to happen in sketchers oh my god yeah yeah. i'm
0: I'm sure everybody's gonna be walking around in in sketchers tomorrow
1: exactly (laughs) word word don't hold sketchers don't hold your breath but it's it's not really a big deal i mean and what was kind of funny is again on twitter not to, not to keep taking shots at Twitter, keep beating up on Twitter, but on Twitter, I saw people like, yo, Nike, I don't even want to hoop at my Paul George's anymore. What if that happens to me? Yo, Zion is 6'8", 6'7", whatever he is, 285, all muscle, and puts more force into the ground than a, 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 a tractor trailer. You know yeah, what I mean? then like, ridiculous. Than a, than a race car. It's like, that's not going to happen to you at the YMCA, bro. Trust me. And, like, you're not going to plant so explosively, you know. So, but it's obviously a bad look. I think what makes it more intriguing is now what sneaker company is going to get Zion. And that kind of playing into it, like, the whole marketing thing of, like, a shoe strong enough to hold Zion, you know. Yeah. I mean a you LeBron know,
0: a LeBron would work 100%.
1: A LeBron would definitely work, but then, yeah. I guarantee you whatever company he ends up signing with, whatever brand he ends up signing with, w- watch, that's going to be their marketing thing is going to be like, yo, got to got to handle, you know, the power and the explosiveness and the right? force. They,
0: they might even try and get that video and throw it on a commercial.
1: I it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So, it's um now you talked about LeBron shutting it down absolutely not I do think Zion
0: should shut it down I 100% agree with you
1: you know and I heard I forget I think I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast and and him and whoever he had on there I can't think of his name no disrespect to whoever was on there but he was saying uh they were both saying actually absolutely not once in a lifetime you know go for a college uh you know NCAA championship and he's with his friends and he's a young kid and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he's not going to get hurt. And even if he, nah, bro, nah. And they're like, even if he did, even if he tore his ACL, when he came back, he'd still get drafted. Number one, yo, maybe so. But bro, listen, when you have that much money riding on it, like that much money, you can't take any chances, man. Like we've already, you already know how I feel. High school players need to be able to make the jump straight to the league. The whole college thing is goofy. I think that it hurts the college game. I think that it hurts colleges and universities when they can't have guys for four years. And I think it really kind of hurts the quality of of basketball a little bit there. And then obviously it's not fair to the guys who are ready to make that jump. Like, why does Ben Simmons have to go to LSU? Like, that was a joke. Why does – Why does Zion have to go to Duke? Like, it's not, let him go to the league. Let him make money. I mean, it's not like these dudes aren't 14 years old. Like, they're grown men. They're they're young men. They're 18 years old. Like, they should, bro, if you can join the Army, like, and you can do all that, like, bro, you you can go make a living doing something that you've worked your life to achieve and that you're good enough to do. So, um, he should absolutely shut it down. Yeah, he's such a freak. He probably would be fine, but why risk it? You know, why risk it? So, um, yo, you know who should holler at him? Timberland. Yo, imagine him <laughs> just hooping in Timbs. <laughs> he, he, he probably would be straight. He'd probably yeah. still catch bodies. Imagine that. Imagine getting dunked on by a dude in Timberlands. That's crazy that's a that's a real new york city boot man i love it oh it doesn't get more more new york city than that imagine him not even in the six inch premium classic wheat joint but i'm talking like the the joints that tupac wore in juice the 40 (laughs) belows, like the joints that come up to right below your knee imagine him in those just that's that's actually elite ankle support i mean i mean no no yo we might be on to something that's that's crazy crazy ankle support it's crazy durability, and the, the, the breathability might be an issue, but also, <laughs> yo, know, probably crazy traction. Well, we you know,
0: see a, well, we see a performance breakdown though. That's what I want to know with you and Young oh,
1: buckets. It, it, if Zion hoops in them, I'm absolutely hooping in them. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to break it down, you know, from the ground up. I, I mean, I've I've been waiting. I thought that Tony Allen was going to be the first dude to hoop in a pair of Timberlands uh, in an NBA game. You know, he just his style of game, the way he plays, Tony Allen would be perfect to hoop in Tim's. But I'm waiting for the first dude to make that happen, and then definitely I'm following it right up with a, with a full performance breakdown. Did uh? Do you feel the numbers went
0: up the way this went down with Nike? Like Nike's gonna have to pay him more. His, his their competitors will have to pay him more because this was this was like revolved around a sneaker. It's almost like unintentional outrage marketing.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. And you know, to your point, what you just said a few minutes ago. You know, it's like. The, the all reaction is good reaction in a sense. The all publicity is good publicity. I, I definitely think it, it has added. It was going to be crazy anyway, because it's Zion and Zion is like Zion. But I think that like, to me, I don't think there's been a, I'm trying to think about guys that came out of college that had as much hype. Definitely LeBron, obviously. Well, Zion, he, well he didn't go to college. Exactly. To college. That's true. Exactly. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, KD, Anthony Davis. I mean, I feel like Zion had more hype than both of those guys. Definitely, um, definitely. So now I'm not saying he'll be the player that those guys are, but definitely as far as just pure hype goes, we were watching him do crazy dunks since like a sophomore in high school. And it's kind of like, that's another thing too. You're like, he's going to Duke and you're like, damn, I've already been watching him for a couple of years. I feel like he should already be in the league by now. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But the the sneaker race to get him is, is going to be kind of crazy
0: 100 percent, 100 percent. let's end with this man let's let's end with some substance we, even though we were talking substance this whole time a little bit more
1: substance you
0: let's know i it. was I, you you did you you had a podcast with a doctor right and um i forgot his name do you know who i'm talking about
1: yeah yeah uh, dr sterling peterson
0: right and the story with you trying out for murray bertram and then ending up at LaSalle, it really ties into something that i've been going through now uh, right. can, you, can you share that story? And then I'll let you know how it, how it ties into what I'm doing.
1: Sure, sure. So, um, you know, young kid growing up in New York City with, uh, with big basketball dreams, as you can relate to. You know, I mean, we were in different boroughs, but the, the, the same, same city, same dream. And right. it was – so I'm getting ready to go to high school. And I'm like, man, you know, my, uh, my zone school, you know, at that time would have been Park West. And I'm just like, man, you know, I really wanted to get to a school where I could where I could do something and I could, you know, flourish and where the coach rocked with me and all those things. So um, I think I had known some knew someone who was like, yo, check out Murray Bergstrom or whatever the case is. Not that they had some kind of good team. They didn't have a good team. Like they're not known in New York City like they're known in New York City for having like a lot of girls. They're not known for um, having a good basketball team. So we went there. And the dude kind of laughed me out of the gym. I mean, wow, he was cool. like, yeah, he was like, and it wasn't like I was a pretty good player. I was tall. I was pretty good. I could shoot it. I could handle it and kind of laughed me out of the gym. And it really kind of discouraged me. I, re- I remember going there with my mother and shouts to mom Dukes. And it was, uh, you know, it, it really kind of, it, it hurt my, my spirits a little. Cause I was like, man, like, you know, damn, like, you know, it, it was just, it was, it was kind of rough. And I don't know, you know, I spoke to my mom a little bit and, uh, my pops too. And, you know, I, you know, I kind of just was like, and I had, uh, you remember, um, Otis, right?
0: A hundred percent. Oh, well, yeah. I called him. Yeah. Oh, well,
1: yeah. 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 Shouts to Otis Lang, man. You know, helped me a lot as great, as, great, as, guys. great guys. Great. Yeah. Super stand up dude, man. And Otis was telling me, I think his nephew had played at LaSalle and he was like yo man like go check LaSalle out man and I'm thinking like you know this is they had God Sham God and Ron Artest and you know all these great players and I'm like man if Murray Bergstrom but I'm like you know what you you know let's do it and so we went to LaSalle and the coach was really interested you know he was like yeah you know and he had seen me play a little bit and he was like yeah he was like definitely man um you know, we would love to have you here, you know, and he didn't like guarantee playing time or anything like that. He didn't even guarantee that I was going to make the team, but he was like, yo, we would love to have you. And, and, and I really like your game. And, and I went there and it worked out. And when I was at LaSalle, we were one of the best teams in the entire city, uh, Catholic or public schools. We were really, really, really good. And um, so it just, that was always kind of, you know, that happened pretty early on for me. And that just was kind of a lesson like, yo, man, if you, get shot down or somebody tells you no or you're going after a goal and somebody's not supporting that or you swing and miss it doesn't mean think smaller it doesn't mean you know take it down or scale it down a level it means take it up a level take it up to the next notch you know if one company doesn't hire you go to an even better company go to you know ask for even higher salary, you know, shoot for even higher in the sky. And, you know, you, th- that's kind of like, sounds a little cliche, but it really, really is true. And LaSalle worked out really well for me. And then that kind of catapulted me up to prep school where you and I met. And which again was, was great for my basketball career. So it just kind of goes to show you don't think smaller, think bigger.
0: Yeah. It, it, and it hit home with me cause I'm having a son and, um, it, and kind of the one of the things I have that's an advantage for me is I have a lot of time. And and, and I, very selfishly, I thought I'm going to have less time. You know what I mean? Right. But, but I just thought to myself, you know, I love everything I'm doing, and I don't want anything to get in the way of that. And it was very selfish of me, you know? And then when I heard you on that podcast, I'm like, not only am I going to keep what I have going on, I'm going to get even better with it and think even bigger with it. And I'm starting to manage my time and yep. taking away – I mean, there were some things that were fun to me, and I would never – look down on them looking back, but I'm just taking more time for the more important things now. And not, and on top of that, having a son, which is more important than anything.
1: You know I, mean, I mean? Yeah. yeah and, that,
0: and that real, that really hit home with me when you had that podcast with, uh,
1: with him. That, that's what's up, man. Uh, that's um P- Papa combo on deck. Yeah, man. Don't hoop. In, don't, don't try and hoop in Monarchs, man. I'm telling you right now, don't, bad look, bad
0: look. My feet were jacked, bro. But anyway, so let yeah. me ask you, how, how much money yeah. would Nike have to pay you to hoop in Monarchs for the rest of the year?
1: For the rest of the year, uh, I would do it for, uh, I would do it for, uh, hmm. you can't hoop in anything else. 50 bands. Nike, talk to, send phone yeah. here to 50 and send them <laughs> Nike, to Monarchs. Nike, <laughs> Nike, talk to me nice, baby. Talk to me nice, <laughs> send me the check, and, and let's get it popping. I'll tell you one thing right now monarchs timberlands whatever it is the strap isn't going anywhere i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still i'm still locked and loaded you know it it, it might take a little bit of uh, off the first step but listen we're not worried about that we're spotting up anyway so uh nike timberland whoever it is holler at me damn
0: Yeah, straight them, like she- that. get them shekels me. you're straight like that but know? uh before we get out of here tell us about the podcast what have you learned from the podcast where's the podcast going like what's going on with the podcast because i really love it i love
1: it the the the, that 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 makes me happy man it really does the foamy and buckets unnamed podcast it, it is it's my favorite thing right now it's what i'm putting the most energy and passion into content wise it's i just love it i love that my brother and i can just turn the microphones on and rap like you and i are right now i love that you can reach people everywhere the same way you can with youtube but we can talk about more things and it's i think that's what i like the most about it is that i've been able to get outside of sneakers a little bit we can talk about sports we can talk about food travel music whatever we want we can talk about the instagram crash we can talk about whatever we want We, we can have fun and it's just been a really positive things so we're just going to keep going in that direction man like uh you know to take a page out of drake's book more life man more More life life and uh just gonna kind of see what happens and you know anytime you're passionate about something and you're having fun things are going to work out well so that's that's kind of been our bread and butter and and we're applying those same principles um to the podcast man and it's been a blast
0: well Follow me, that sounds all awesome and and you're always welcome back man i i would I would pot with you every week if I could man I really would man it's always a pleasure having you on
1: likewise and,
0: you know, and you've been my good friend for over twenty years and uh Word. you're always welcome back man you're always welcome back on the show and i actually I probably have to get buckets on the show man i got to get buckets on the show
1: B- but buckets buckets is buckets is a man of few words, depending on the situation you okay. you know, you may, so. you know we, we may have to get a couple uh cups of coffee for him we you know you know we got we got to rile him up but uh but yeah man he's uh you've heard him on our podcast once he gets going he uh he can get on a roll man he can get on a roll and by way
0: by the way he had a great point and something that i've been trying to um like i always thought about this but when he said it it held so true to me he was like that michael jordan had the better career but but as a basketball player, LeBron was better. It, it was so interesting because I could never really put it into words, and he did it right, right. there. Because Michael Jordan's it, career was obviously better.
1: Obviously. Yeah, like, yeah. O- obviously better. But when you look at how much, like, when you look at what LeBron has done in, in every category of, like, basketball skill, it's hard to compare anyone to him. Yeah. And when you're just looking at the all-around aspect of it. But then again, to, to Bucket's point, I mean, it, it's you can't compete with six NBA Finals Six rings. I mean, it, it's just, you know, the list goes on with MJ as far as career goes.
0: There it is, man. Foamy, you always <laughs> welcome
1: back, man. Thank you for having me, bro. It's always a pleasure. Anytime. Later, Foamy. All right, man.
0: There it is. Episode 50. Hope you enjoyed the show. Big shouts to Foamy for joining in. It would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and a friendly comment right on your Apple podcast app. Be on the lookout for episode 51, Combo Out.